Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach. As always, I'm joined by Christian Garcia. See? We're here to give you the hottest takes. <laughs> um, thank you everyone for listening, subscribing, clicking the little like buttons on YouTubes or on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. Uh, we do appreciate that. Um, we had one of our recent episodes that uh, got a little bit more attention than a, no- a normal episode would uh, when we... We said, hey, here's why racists and misogynists do not like the rings of power. Some people took it the wrong way, Christian. <laughs> a be, little bit. You'd be surprised. Some people <laughs> on the internet read things and they react to them without thinking. Or, Who would have thought? Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> the funny. The internet would inspire people to comment. Uh, <laughs> it was funny, too, because that episode, uh, something went wrong with YouTube where YouTube only uploaded like half of it. And so like no one mentioned that on there. I found out after reading all these comments and stuff, I'm like, oh, only half the episodes up there and they're still hating on us. So <laughs> the other half is the part they liked. So yeah, they exactly. would have liked the part that wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, so you know, we do appreciate anyone listening, watching, uh, whether you hate us or not. We we appreciate your eyeballs. Um, we'll we'll go over maybe some of the comments we got on there just for funsies in a little bit. But before we do that, let's do some nerdy confessions where we confess the things that make us nerds. Christian, what's your nerdy confession? Dude, my nerdy confession. It's a little a little painful to me. Um, so I started because of uh, Rings of Power. I was like, you know what? I haven't uh, read or gone back to the original Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm gonna. I was like, I don't feel like reading it. I'm gonna do like the usual audiobooks. And I'm listening to it, and this is the first time I'm not enjoying an audiobook. Um, yeah. I don't like uh, the way the narrator is reading the story. First off, he sounds like the guy um, who does like the Grinch cartoons, you know, and the singing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I don't know the guy's the actor's name, but. It's been a long time since I've watched The Grinch. And I, I guess I forgot, like, how many songs uh, or how much singing there is. Yeah, there's a shit ton of singing. Shit ton of singing. And, like, um, I just remember reading it, and I was like, oh, my God, like, they're they're in danger. There's peril. Like, there's, you know, something could happen. But it's like he's reading it to, like, an eight-year-old child where it's, yeah. like, nothing. They they never feel like there's peril or or. You're, you're reading The Hobbit, you said, right? No, no, no. Lord of the Lord Rings. Lord of the Rings? Oh, okay, yeah. And um, I don't know. I'm, I'm like 38% the way through. They just got to Tom Bombadil, and I was like, yeah, I'm super happy Tom Bombadil's not in anything. It just wouldn't have worked. Uh, right. It would not have worked at all. I totally get that why he's not in it. Um, but, yeah, man, I'm just I'm not. I'm hoping later on when there's actual battles and 
people are dying, that it gets a little bit more serious. And, you know, I, I don't see how this guy can sell it in it being jolly like the whole time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not feeling it. And it's definitely like in my mind when I read it, I just in my mind I in my in my head I just read it differently. I don't know. Yeah, I think, you know, uh that is one of my main complaints with the with actual reading The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit is just like that you know it very little of it is um like the tone of the the stories aren't really the same as what we got from the Peter Jackson movies, which is why I, when the Peter Jackson movies came out, um, I was like, oh my god, this is so much better than those books were. <laughs> you know, I was just like, oh shit, yeah, this is fucking awesome. Um, but you know, like I like I said, I still respect where the the books and what they did for fantasy as a as a genre. But like you look at what you know, like a Brandon Sanderson or a George R. R. Martin or, uh, you know, Robert Jordan has done. And like, man, when oh, they, yeah. when they're they do action. The sh- yeah, for sure. And then without Tolkien, yeah, they're standing on his shoulders. Like they wouldn't have happened. Yeah, sure. exactly. They wouldn't, have, they wouldn't be here without him, but they've definitely taken what he started and perfected it. I think. You oh, know? for sure. Like the ways. Yeah, I agree. The way Sanderson writes action is fucking oh, incredible. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like, it's, it's like reading an action movie, yeah. you know? So, yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it was different time back then, you know, but <laughs> but even like, isn't it? And then I was thinking, like, it's weird, like what the source material is like mm-hmm. and what it gave birth to, because even like the '70s cartoon, yeah, uh, is action packed. Like I was watching like clips of it on YouTube, and I was like, oh, dude, this is kind of cool with the rotoscope, and it's kind of creepy, like the orcs where they just. They took guys and they just painted over like teeth and like creepy eyes. I'm like, oh, this is kind of creepy. Like, I wouldn't want to be on uh, shrooms or, or or like smoke anything and like watch this. It'd be trippy as fuck. Yeah, um, I think I think a big part of it comes from like, you know, that's how people used to enjoy books is they would read it, and you know, Tolkien would write, and then there was a huge battle between five armies, and then which like I think in the Hobbit I think Bilbo was like knocked out for that whole yeah. part right so <laughs> nothing happens and then Peter Jackson gets it and he's like I'm going to make one entire movie about this <laughs> and it's like oh okay well you know they're they're taking what we did automatically in our head you know expanding this battle scene and the action and making it bigger than what was actually written on the page and then he you know made it into a movie kind of thing so um you know I think that's just just goes to show what you know the evolution of fantasy where it started being very like reserved and you know talking about like the songs and like the colors of the trees and shit like that and then eventually the people reading those books were like you know what Tolkien was cool but I really liked it where you know, like I really wanted more battles, and now that I'm a professional writer, I'm going to write those in there, and then we start getting. And don't get me wrong, the guy's voice works for certain things. Like sure. in the beginning, when he was doing concerning hobbits, yeah. and he was talking about the weed that they smoke, I was like, "Oh, this is pleasant. This makes sense." You know, like they're from the Shire, and you know, the Hobbiton. But and... he needs to know when to like turn it up. Yeah, much. yo, man, like, hey, yeah, this is some serious business now. We need. We need some action. Well, you know, freaking Michael Kramer and Kate Redding are like have ruined audiobooks because if I listen to anything that's not by them, I'm just like, well, fuck this. Are those the narrators for? Uh, Brandon? The, yeah, they did all of they did all the Wheel of Time and all of Brandon Sanderson's okay. books. So, and they're married to each other, which is kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. They're like a they're like an audiobook 
narrator duo. I bet you they get freaky. They're like, hey, talk to me like you're... <laughs> yeah, let's do it in the sound booth. <laughs> yeah, talk to me like you're Kaladin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck me like Kaladin. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> hopefully it's not like that. Maybe it is. I don't know. Whatever. Um, my nerdy confession. Um, ooh, let's let's see. I've I thought of it earlier today, and then now that we talked about. <laughs> You know, audiobook readers fucking in a closet. I kind of got <laughs> off of that. Um, oh, here's my nerdy confession. Um, so uh, it has to do with miniature painting. I took like maybe two months off of of uh, miniature painting because I was dealing with some like you know real world problems. <laughs> um, and uh, I've gotten back into it recently. I think I talked a little bit about how I started doing this, uh, you know, painting this bust and stuff. But I started doing this painting challenge um, this week, which is kind of an interesting one. Um, it's it's uh, a challenge that was that it was on this Discord group that I belong to, which is uh, uh, the Miniac um, Discord group, which is all from uh, the Miniac YouTube channel. If you guys are interested in painting minis, he definitely has a cool channel with a lot of cool explanations and stuff. Um, and uh, so as part of his, like, patreon and stuff he has uh, um this discord where he does ch challenges for every quarter and then people can talk about minis and give each other tips and tricks and stuff like that and so the, the challenge for this quarter which i only have like basically one one week left to do it because i joined so late to this discord group is to paint three minis at three different time or three the exact same mini at three different time uh span so like you're supposed to paint one over the course of 10 hours. So that's like your mm. hardcore, like maximum, maximum effort, maximum detail, uh, miniature. And then you do one at one hour, which is like, you know, what we would call like a speed paint type of thing. And then one at 10 minutes. Okay. And so you're supposed to see like, you know, what you can, what you can do quickly and what, you know, you need to spend the most time on and how you kind of, uh, um, you know, budget your time over over the process of painting a mini. So I thought that was kind of a cool, uh, interesting thing, uh, miniature challenge. So I I bought three of the same minis, which are from the uh, Song of Ice and Fire miniature game, which is kind of cool. So painting some Game of Thrones stuff. Uh, but also I realized that, you know, I'm about halfway through the 10-hour one because you're supposed to do that one first. And I'm like, God, this I'm I'm really having to like focus on some super small stuff to make it ten hours. Cause I'm like, I could be done with this guy in like I don't know, three and a half hours and just be like perfectly happy with it. But I'm like, okay, well, I'm only at two and a half hours and I've I've done most of what I wanted to do already. So I'm like, let me focus on this and let me let me make a shield really sick and let me make a sword really extra cool. Um, so it does get you to focus on other things. So that was a fun challenge that I'm working on right now. Cool. All right, let's read some hateful comments, Christian. <laughs> so, two episodes ago now, um, we we put a episode out talking about kind of like the the generally negative reviews that the Rings of Power are getting, um, and we uh, we put forth the idea that. A lot of people, not all, but a lot of the people who, who dislike it, dislike it because they're racist and or misogynist. And we cited specific examples. Um, 
the the nerd was it, what's uh Gary saying nerdrotic nerdrotic I think so nerdrotic nerdrotic YouTube channel critical drinker YouTube channel um, which like which, the critical drinker is is an interesting one because I actually like some of his reviews of different shows because they're also humorous but he, you can definitely tell he's uh, not a big fan of diversity in film or women in film so. Um, we were kind of referencing those kinds of people or those channels, giving those reviews out. And um, old YouTube got a hold of our algorithm, uh, got a hold of our video, and really put it in a lot of people's suggested box. So <laughs> it's uh, interesting how they can tell like who's yeah misogynistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is gonna be yeah. So this will blow your blood. Here you go. Fucking watch that. Okay, so I may have made the thumbnail. Include a picture of former President Trump because I thought that was funny, and I had him standing over a podium that said "Make Lord of the Rings Great Again." <laughs> and you know, obviously, the point of a thumbnail is to get people's attention, right? right? You know that that's what it's for. Obviously, I'm going to make some like clickbaity type deal, um, but we really did discuss that in the episode. Also, editor's note for the that episode: half of it got lost because youtube decided to only upload half of it so that was pretty cool it's like this is only so much they can take <laughs> yeah they, they can only handle half an hour of it um but yeah we got some interesting uh, uh comments you want to go read through a couple of them christian so, yeah, I'll, I'll read one and i'll let you read the longer one okay it says well uh, so the first one is by vade so it says well most of the haters quote seem to dislike disa best and galadriel worst so it's I'm not even sure what that means. So it's not about not liking. So it's not about not liking people of color. It's about the horrible writing. It's a double negative, sir. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, so I basically uh, responded to that one. We're talking mostly about people who were outraged before the show came out. Disa is awesome, though, and Gladriel does kind of suck. Lol. Um, then let's see here. This one's a long one. I'll, I can read through this one. This is from Penumbran Wolf, which I think... Cool, cool name, bro. <laughs> All right, you want some actual reasons to dislike that show? Quotate, quotation mark. I watched your whole video, so I expect you to read all of this. Coming in hot. I like it. Yeah, uh, I owe you something. Can't I like cool. the tenacity. <laughs> Speaking as a person who watched a show, or at, f at least the first three episodes, as is we cu weep custom before utterly losing interest. For all the money Amazon threw at it, explain to me why the costumes look so bad. They don't. They don't. I don't think they look bad. There were some. I will say there were some images out there that showed like scale mail shirts underneath actual scale mail. People are like, oh, what the hell? But I saw this, the scene was in the last episode, and you can't even tell. Um, explain explain to me why the writing is such garbage. If I'm being honest with you, if they had not slapped the Tolkien name on this, and they if they hadn't been so disrespectful to the fans as you have been, might I add, we've disrespecting which, fans apparently which part and the works of a man with more passion and talent than they than they a hundredfold i think it's that they had um i probably would have watched the whole he's angry cody All right. yeah okay mistakes. it's fine I'm mistakes angry. happen okay prepositions get dropped <laughs> um uh actually it was a verb uh they had watched the whole show and been more favorable to it however that is not the timeline we live in we live in the clown one the clown timeline oh, i didn't realize now that that is out of the way i'm a token fan I have read The Hobbit, The Lord of the Rings, The Cimmerillion, and the appendices that were the only thing they had the rights to make this show from. Which we said. Yep. Speaking to Galadriel, 
three sets of quotes on that one. Uh, one set of quotations was not enough. <laughs> I actually like that. That was a good joke. <laughs> right on for that one. Henceforth called uh, Maliel. Um, she is not the woman of the books or the Jackson films by any stretch. The Gladriel of the books was always more um, like Marjorie or Olena Ty- Tyrell. She didn't wear armor or lead armies. You're correct in spotting that in the Jackson film during her test, uh, she was adorned in a breastplate, but you failed to understand why. That was a glimpse of not who she was, but of what she could become, as described by her own admission. A dark queen, beautiful as dawn, treacherous as the sea, blah, 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 blah. Yes, yes. Um, Maliel, on the other hand, uh, this is Gladiator of the show, um, uh, could have been an interesting character if they had made her original or used more appropriate canon character. So this is this is interesting because he wants her to be either more original <laughs> or or less original. More of the source material. Okay. So, so closer to the source material or more original. Um but uh I say this because uh, for, uh, from what I've seen of her, she is a deeply disturbed and anguished individual. She strikes, a, she strikes of deep psychological and emotional wounds. And upon first watch, I was reminded of the main character of Spec Ops, The Line. Don't know what that is. I assume it's a game, maybe. That would be high praise if I thought it in any way could have been intentional. Instead, she's just deeply unpleasant. Where is Gladriel's husband, Celeborn? Where's the man? Yeah. More importantly. The man she loves and marries, the man who pulled her from the dark mood after Noldor crossed over the Hellcracks. More importantly, uh, where is uh, Celebrian, uh, Celebrian, their child, and Elrond's wife and mother of Arwen, uh, wife of Elsar, formerly Aragorn? Okay, so this is also in the first three episodes that he's asking all of this. You know, generally in a uh, in a story arc of some sort, you know, you, you don't start with everyone on all the characters, but that's fine. Finally, I have an un- unexpected thing to say. So far, everything you said is totally expected. <laughs> if if the showrunners really wanted to have the story about exclusively white, evil, oppressive colonizers being cruel, sadistic monsters at a population of black and brown people and have those people rebel and fight against them, they could have all within the canon and I at least would have loved to see it. I, First off, no one said that. I don't think anyone said that, but, <laughs> you know, whatever. They even have the time period right. You see, during the fall of Numenor, the Numenorians, corrupted by the worship of Morgoth by Sauron, uh, then known not as Bronwyn, but as Anatar, the Lord of Gifts, a ginger-haired elven man of untold beauty, uh, he turned them evil after many years of... Uh, Honeyed lies and teaching their nobles dark magics. This includes the nobles of the city of Umbar in the northern Harad. Before the corruption, the Numenorians were saviors, freeing the people of Harad and Sauron's monstrous rule. But as the darkness crept in, the Numenorians became just as bad, if not worse, than Sauron, making demands of both uh, tithes and sacrifices for their dark rituals. It wouldn't have even had to involve those silly elves and dwarves at all because they never went that far south. They could have... Uh, made a Tolkien version of RRR, the that cool uh, Indian movie. Have you seen that one? No, it's crazy. <laughs> the people uh, and people could have liked it, but they didn't. They made an iconoclastic dog turd, and then uh, nothing channels like yours. Speaking about us, nerds with friends, <laughs> um, try and tell me I'm racist for having taste standards and a respect 
for source material, lore, and great world building. But that's the thing. That's the thing that kind of gets you. We didn't hold say- on. Hold on, Christian. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourselves for even trying to suckle at the diseased icor spewing uh, the icor spewing teat of soulless megacorp that is responsible for giving voice to talentless idiots who continue to produce money wasting dumpster fires instead of ruined pro. Uh, Dumpster fires instead of ruined properties, instead of trying to make one single good new thing, because they can neither do nor teach, and so they destroy. Know that I bear you no malice. <laughs> I sincerely wish you both the best in your endeavors, and I hope your taste improves more for your sakes than for mine. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. He didn't add the sir. No, he didn't. I added that. That would have been good. My my thing is like, we didn't say. Well, yeah, we didn't say that if you don't like stuff. the show, then you're automatically racist. Right. All we said is all the racists and massages tend not to like the show. Correct. That was what the title said. <laughs> but not not that one equals the other. Yeah. But um, but that's the way he he took. And it. also, like, I don't think any I don't think anyone has said that Amazon set out to make this a uh, a show that villainizes white people. No. That's, I haven't heard that argument even from the people who would make that argument, you know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, he knows. He had a narrative. He had a narrative in his head, and we fit into that narrative. Um, I do appreciate that he watched um, the whole our, our whole episode, and, even, and we repaid him by you reading the whole thing. I read the whole thing. I read it live. We owed him that on this. We owed him that. I even responded to him in the thing where I'm like, "Hey, man, uh, well worded question. It's not what we were saying, but whatever." <laughs> um, I was more succinct than that. Um, and then he goes on and writes another three paragraphs, which I don't really want to read. Um, and this one, he starts getting more vicious towards us. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you, I'll give you some highlights, I suppose. Um, cause I was like, you know, that was not our intent. We were just saying that, you know, a lot of the channels who were saying this stuff before the show come out and, um, he's like, starts off. I don't mean to mince words. I didn't mistake your intent. <laughs> Whether or not you actually believe that Tolkien fans, wrong use of the word weather, by the way. It should be WH. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, the title of the video is Clickbait and Rage Bait. That is the name of the game on YouTube. It worked on me. I saw this in my suggestions and clicked gotcha, on it for the exact bitch. reasons. Gotcha. You know. Um, <laughs> here's this one. This is a good one. I mean this with the utmost sincerity. I don't want you to think of this as an insult, but as honest criticism. <laughs> you are kind of bland. Your opinions are pedestrian, and the use of clickbait with nothing to back it up is off-putting. <laughs> All right, bro. <coughs> pretty cool. You know, pretty cool guy. That was Penumbro, Penumbro, Penumbran Wolf. Um, cool guy. That was a cool guy. Yeah. Um, there was also uh, one guy just said, Rings of Power sucks, by the way. I like that one. That was cool. <laughs> Got to say, there was a, a positive one. Uh, see, sorry. Hey, nice for a geekdom channel that isn't automatically biased or racist just for likes. Like listening to you guys, and I appreciate you calling out the haters. Thumbs up. Thank you. Then another guy, Raymond Dowling, just wrote thumbs down, and I I replied back. There's a button for that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> anyway, so you know that's what that's what's fun. I think uh, you know, I think a lot of people, especially the guy who spent like obviously ten minutes writing these. YouTube comments, <laughs> you know, I I I want to say that they think that they're like they're really sticking it to us, you know. They're like, I, I'm oh, hurt. I, I fucking got those guys. I'm pedestrian. But I'm just most of the time I'm just sitting in my bed giggling. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> he got so mad. <laughs> um, 
and hey, you know, if you are out there, if if you did listen, if you're ghost subscribing to us, uh, Penumbra and Wolf, thanks, man. Thanks Appreciate for it. thanks for watching. Glad you watched that ha- half episode. Didn't mention anything about how the episode cut off halfway through no. because of that upload error. He but was too much in a rage. I'm not going to re-upload it. The fucking video's got almost 400 views. <laughs> and we're in the eyeball business, baby. That's Hollywood. <laughs> but yeah. What are, what are your thoughts on uh, getting those uh, negative comments there, Christian? I mean, like, it's cool. Whatever. Like, I want to hear people's opinions. They don't yeah. have to agree with us, man. I, I, I'm okay if someone's not agreeing with me. It affects me zero throughout my yeah. day um and i mean it's not like we don't take other people's opinions that whole that entire episode was about us giving our opinion about the show and what other people are thinking of it it's fine you know like i i've like i've had discussions with people i was like hey man we don't see the eye, eye to eye but that's cool man like, yeah i respect your opinion and it's usually um that usually makes people more mad. No, if you don't understand what I'm saying, you're stupid. I'm like, no, I, I 100% get what you're saying. I just, yeah. I just don't I, agree. I don't agree. I understand how you got to that conclusion. I can see why you have that opinion, but it's just not mine, and yeah. I'm okay with it. And that seems to piss people off yeah. even more for whatever take, reason. Take this from a guy who enjoyed the movie The Man of Steel um, and defends <laughs> it constantly. You know, some people just, when they have someone against their opinion, uh, they freak out a little bit. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, one of our very good friends, Seamus, um, he has some very strong opinions that Star we don't Wars. that we don't entirely <laughs> but I love agree the guy. With. Yeah, but we still love the guy and still get along with him just fine. Temple of Doom. I love it. People, I didn't <sighs> even a, know people fucking hated it, what? to be honest. A trash fire that movie. That's okay. It's, it's okay. It's we're, okay. Just, we're still friends. But anyway, uh thank you guys for leaving comments. We do appreciate it. And uh glad we got your eyeballs, even if your eyeballs were filled with hate. <laughs> Uh, and this just friendly reminder: like and subscribe. You know, get us on that. Yeah, we <laughs> might say crazier things. You might, yeah. Like. Oh, I'm go- I'm going to like purposely think of episode titles <laughs> to get people to hate us. For sure, <laughs> it's because if you're hate watching us or love watching us, you're still watching us, and that's what YouTube wants. All right, we're going to take a quick little break. Uh, when we get back, we are going to talk about Andor. The newest Star Wars television show on Disney Plus and what we think of it. So we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. All right. Well, the newest Disney Plus show has come out on Disney Plus, I guess. <laughs> didn't didn't think that sentence through. <laughs> uh, Andor has come out, and um, in a very interesting move, they released the first three episodes all at once, um, and we wanted to give our thoughts of it. As per usual, when a new show comes out, we will give you our spoiler-free review um, and thoughts first. So if you haven't seen it, you can listen to that. Think about what what we think about it, and um, 
then we will go into spoilers and we will give you a warning when we do so. So, Christian, what did you think of the spoiler-free first three episodes of Andor? Um, <clears throat> they spent a lot of money on it. Sure. Uh, the CG looks great. The practical effects look great. Um, I'm really enjoying... Okay, spoiler-free. Um, it, it's... There's not... The usual themes aren't in there. So I'm enjoying that aspect of the show. Like, there's... Well, I mean, okay, spoilers. Tiny spoiler. There's no Jedis and stuff like that, which is kind of cool. Right. Um, there's no Force. Um, it's interesting. I, I, I'm curious to where it's going to go. Yeah, I think, you know, I will say this. Um, it does look great. I think they're they're making full use of both... Um, um, what do they call the thing? The screen that they Green use screen? in Mandalorian? No, the, the volume, the volume stage, um, which is what they use for the Mandalorian, where it's like a wraparound OLED screen that changes. Didn't know that. Okay. Dude, watch watch some. Okay. Okay. I'll go off on a little nerdy <laughs> tangent. So the volume stage, they, which was brought prominently to the, the uh, world's attention for the Mandalorian, is essentially this stage that has a, like, I don't know, like 200 degree, 260 degree uh, wrap around uh, OLED screen, which is tied into a computer that is working with uh, like Unreal Engine. So they program in the background. So as the person walks across the stage and the camera moves, the background adjusts to give them depth and stuff. So like all these scenes where like Mandalorian is in like a cave in Tatooine or whatever, he's not in a cave, he's on this thing and the back is just a screen behind him, mm. which is really, really interesting. And it's really changing how you can do bigger looking shows like this uh, where they look like they're on these alien planets and they don't have to build an entire planet. They just cover the stage itself with some like dirt and rocks and stuff. And then they program everything in behind him, which is really, really cool. Um, nice. So if you get a chance, YouTube, you know, Mandalorian behind the scenes stuff and it's awesome. Anyway, um, back to Andor. Andor does look like they're using this a lot, especially in some of these like city scenes and things like that, which is cool. I think it looks amazing. Um, I will say this. It's a good thing they released the first three episodes all at once, because if I had to wait three weeks <laughs> and just watch those three episodes, I'd be bored as hell. Um, I think so far the pacing is a little slow for the show. That that would be my main um, c complaint so far. I, I And I told Cody before we started, I fell asleep the first episode. Yeah. And You're not I the only to, one I've heard. So. I, I had to restart it, and then I watched it. I saw one and two, and then I fell asleep both for the whole third. So I don't know what happened the third episode. So Yeah, so I think um, it's doing a lot of setup in these first three episodes. But I will say the third episode, once it's done, um, I think – now the show can really start. So I think, you know, uh, the first episode that we actually have to wait for to come out, I think will be worth it once once stuff starts happening because I think it's an interesting idea focusing on, like, this one man's um, introduction into the Rebellion, which is not a spoiler if you know, if you watched Rogue One, you kind of know what this guy's about. Um, and I will say, um, what's his name? Um, is it Stellan Skarsgård? The father of all the oh. scars guard. Um, the scientist from, uh, from, from Thor. Thor. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's he's yep, amazing. Yep. Um, and uh, once he comes on, I'm like, oh, shit. Things are starting to heat up a little bit. Um, I will say he's got – there's some good – there's a little, like, back and forth bouncing between uh, Andor's childhood and his present day. 
Um, and, you know, it's kind of interested to see where, you know, where that leads. Um, and I will say there's a cute new droid that B. that talks and um, he seems like one. See, reminds me a lot of uh, what is his name? Marvin from Hitchhiker's Guide. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. he's like super depressed all the time. Kind of reminds me of him. Um, but yeah, I think it's worth a shot. Um, watch the first three episodes, and I think you'll kind of see what I mean. The um, the pacing's a little slow, but um, you know, I'm I'm hoping it gets better. It is supposed to be twelve episodes, I think, compared to the normal like six or eight or whatever they do. Um, so hopefully, the the rest of it will will see progressively pick up more and more and more. Fair? Yeah, yeah. I do think, love beef. Beef's hilarious. Yeah. So you think people should give it a shot? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. All right. Well, let's talk some spoilers. Um, these will be light spoilers for the first three episodes of Andor. Um, I think Cody will catch me up on the last episode before I get to I mean, it. honestly, they're they're all kind of melding together, so um, hopefully I remember what happens in the last one. But um, So it kind of starts off. We see uh, Cassian Andor, is the name of the character. He's in a whorehouse. Yeah, which is, I was like, okay, Disney Plus. We don't really see any whoring going on, but, but you know. You know. You know. You know. If you were there, you could smell it. <laughs> um, and uh, he, he basically uh, is trying to meet with you know some contact or whatever. And then these two security guys kind of follow him out of the bar and try to shake him down. And so he kills him. Which I don't understand... And and again, because I had to restart it, uh, yeah. And I watched it twice. I don't understand how he killed the first guy. Like I, I think a little bit more information. I don't know, and I don't know why this is bugging me as much as it does. Yeah. But a little bit of information, like did he hit his head? Because he he hits he headbutts him from behind. Yeah, I think he like, I think he like I think he like went in and like hit he like headbutted him and he fell against a wall and like either broke his neck or hit his head or say that yeah. <laughs> you know give us something. But yeah, well, I, I mean, yeah, it was very strange. He was just dead all of a sudden. Who knows? Maybe he had an aneurysm. Or something. I don't know. He or had a heart he was- attack from all the strenuous fighting he was doing. Um, but, yeah, you're right. I think that was really weird. Also, in in a universe where, like, don't get me wrong, like, I know Star Wars is owned by Disney, but there's a lot of casual murder that happens in that universe. <laughs> in a universe where like people are murdered literally all the time, people are really freaking out about these two guys. These two uh, security guards that yeah. are known to be douches. Yeah. And even their boss is like, I'm surprised they weren't murdered sooner. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, let's brush this under the rug. We can't have the Empire finding out about our, I our really, record not be spiked. I actually really love that because it does sound like something a company... Yeah, like even a company today would do like, oh shit, well, kind of the fucking boss is finding out two of my idiots fucking died. Yeah, exactly. They're gonna come around longer, stick around, look at you know, look at the books. Yeah, can you imagine the paperwork we'd have to go through? Yeah, fuck that shit. Um, so I did like that part. Um, but then the the other guy who is like, uh, we we must seek justice. Hey, can't let it go. Let it fucking go. Your boss said to let it go. Yeah, the fuck. No, that guy's that guy's a tryhard for sure. Which leads me to believe that he's going to end up joining the rebellion in the end. He's going to like see the injustice that the empire does and and have his mind changed. I bet that's coming. For half mark a, my words. For half a second, I thought he was going to end up being. Um, I forgot the, the general, the blue guy who's Thrawn. Feared. Yeah, I, I got some Thrawn vibes from. Him. I was like, no, but it's not like he was human and he got blue like blue skin. He's an alien. 
So I just definitely got some, like, I can't let it go. I'm super focused on that, and I focus on the detail vibes. Yeah, yeah, It was just, like, kind of screaming Thrawn to me, but... Um, Uh, I think we're going to get Thrawn in, like, the Ahsoka show or something. Um, because they they have caster Ezra Miller, which is, or wait, not Ezra Miller. <laughs> Ezra Miller is the Flash, who's also crazy. Ezra, whatever Ezra's character's name from Star Wars Rebels is. Um, anyway, Ezra Miller has ruined the name Ezra <laughs> for everyone. Uh, then we have like him back, uh, Cassian coming back to his planet, um, where he lives currently. We get a little bit of this backstory where he grew up on like this remote mining planet that was like basically abandoned after a mining um, accident, and uh, him and his like tribe of people live very simple lives out in the jungle. I love that even in space, yeah, the Mexican dude lived in the jungle. Yeah, he did. He was backwards. Yeah, he was a savage. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't know any. He used blow dart guns yeah. instead of laser guns, <laughs> um, which which does. Like, I mean, it seems very strange. Like, how long ago was this mining planet abandoned where these people forgot about technology, <laughs> forgot about speaking, you know, whatever the common <clears throat> language in, in the Star Wars universe is supposed to be? And, like, now they use blow darts and stuff. They're like, they seem backwards as fuck. Yeah. But it's like, how long ago were they abandoned on this planet? <clears throat> Clearly a long time. Anyway, uh, um, and so they have, they have this uh, ship crash. They go. A bunch of children go to investigate it. Again, everyone just left their kids on this planet. Pretty sweet. Um, and then uh, some other, uh, like I don't know, what you call them, like bounty hunters, treasure hunters, or whatever, go to like salvagers. You know, uh, come to scrap some of the parts out of the ship. They find young Cassian Andor, and they're like, "Well, the fucking uh, Republic is coming right now." They see him and all these dead soldiers. They're gonna kill him for sure, or whatever. So they take him. Just straight off up, planet. Angelina Jolie, this kid. Yeah, just they like, just take him out of his backward planet. Take him, and raise him as a fine young white boy. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how um, even her par- even her partner was saying like, "There's other kids out there. They're still gonna murder them." And she's just like, "But I'm gonna save. This I'm gonna one. save this one. Look how handsome he Look, is. He's got nice teeth. I'm he's got nice him. teeth and hair. <laughs> I could I could make him into a winner." Um, and uh, yeah, so they take him off planet, and then that's who he like lives with now on whatever planet he's on. Um, and you can see he's like, you know, he's not very good with money. He's always like scrapping for different parts and stuff. He owes a bunch of people around town money. He's got he's got that stereotypical super hot girl who like, you know, does favors for him, even though she's like, oh, Cassian, what are you doing this time? You know. And she's like, he's like, oh, you're super hot. Please do do me favors. But she's in love with that other guy. Um, and then obviously, the the really try hard security guy comes and starts chasing him down with a crew of other people who obviously don't respect him. Um, and then, so you didn't watch episode three, right? So yeah, I saw. Kind of fell asleep during when, it. When when they had introduced. Uh, Senior Skarsgård. Yeah, Stellan Skarsgård. And then that's kind of where, like, I don't recall I fell asleep. So Stellan Skarsgård uh, is, like, the hot lady's um, contact. Oh, you, you know where that hot lady's from? Uh, I know that she was from uh, from Dust Till Dawn. She was in that show that a lot of people didn't watch. Oh, she was in another thing that's kind of Dust Till Dawn adjacent. Morbius. She's a hot. Morbius? She's the hot doctor lady from was Morbius. Was she? Yeah. Attention. Someone told me that, and I took it as fact. So uh, here we I go. And we're just going to repeat it. <laughs> just going to repeat it. I'm pretty sure though, because she does. She does look like that chick. Anyway, 
Um, so Morbius chick um, has a contact who's into buying these like, you know, high profile salvage parts um, of which Cassian Andor seems to have a uh, this like I forget what they call it. It's like a um, Imperial something box that's never been like plugged in, which makes it more valuable somehow. And um, you're right. She was in Morbius. Hell yeah. Nailed it. Um, Adra Arjona. Um, anyway, he's got this box. And so Stellan Skarsgård is like the buyer. She calls him down. He meets with Andor. And um, when he's like, he's like questioning him as far as like where he got the box. Ooh, he was in True Detective too. That was a good show. <laughs> um, how he got this box. He's like, oh, I, I stole it. And then he was like, no, but like, how did you steal it? He's like, you just walk in like you belong there. Like the, that's the problem with the empires. They're so arrogant that, that, you know, they they don't think that someone like me would dare to steal from them. Like how how they can't imagine that happening. Also, I was wrong. She wasn't from Destiny on the show. I got my Mexican ladies mixed up. I don't know who she is. Racist. Uh, yep, that's me. Anyway, I hate fucking Rings of Power. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so he goes on the speech about how like arrogant the Empire is, and um, and Stellan Skarsgård basically is like, well, don't you want to don't you want to fight them for real? Like, don't you want to really? stick it to the empire and so he basically wants to recruit Andor to join him in, a, in his budding rebel alliance and um and then all the security guys come and try to crash the party but Stellan Skarsgård has like he's left like chargers on the door which blow up and they start getting a laser battle they they uh, send out like a, a land speeder and they're like all the guys shoot it and it, it crashes and then it blows up and you see the the uh, Cassian and Stellan Skarsgård ride away on a, like a like a speeder bike, and they basically take out like half of these security guys who are after them, and they they leave the planet uh, together, and um and then the uh, hot lady is left there with um the dead boyfriend who sold out Andor, and uh and yeah and that's, that's what he gets for being a hater. So he gets for being a snitch. Snitches get shot in the face. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a lot of setup for these first few episodes for sure. Um, but now that I think Stellan Skarsgård and Diego Luna are together, I think that now we're, we're set up for some high adventure. Um, and we're going to see some people. I, I know there's going to be some, um, uh, characters in the show that, that link to the greater Star Wars universe, like, uh, Amon Mothma is going to be in there. Um, you know, she's that, she's that one like redheaded lady from, from a new hope. I think she was in a new hope, right? Or maybe it's return of the Jedi. She's the one with the bowl cut in the uh, okay, okay, flowy okay. dress. <clears throat> um, so we're going to get some cool, um, you know, rebels, uh, uh, tie in. I think, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, uh, Forrest Whitaker, I think is supposed to be, oh, nice. um, returning as Saul Guerrero, I believe. Pretty sure. Um, I could have made that up because now I'm not seeing him. Yeah, I'm not seeing him on <laughs> But I, I feel like I saw him in there somewhere. But anyway, um, so there's going to be some cool stuff happening leading into the Rebel Alliance, which I'm very excited for. Um, but, you know, who knows? It's like it's a blank slate. We don't really know what's going to happen with this show. Are we going to see more of Hot Lady? Is she, you know, you know, I feel like she's going to somehow end up with Diego Luna. You get those vibes. Um, but... It's inter- It's an interesting setup for a show. 
Um, and because it's such a blank slate, like we don't have expectations for it, right? Like with, um, uh, what was it? Rogue One, right? We know that that movie was going to be about getting the plans for the Death Star. For sure. Right? So we know that it's probably not going to end well for those people who are getting those plans, <laughs> but they're going to transfer it. The Rebel Alliance is definitely going to get them, and that's going to let a new hope happen. Um, this one, like, we don't know where it's leading. Like, is it going to end with him meeting up with Jen or so for the first time? Um, and then Rogue One happens? Who knows? You know, or is it going to be a totally different story leading into something else <clears throat> big that, you know, thwarts the Empire? I don't know. I really liked Rogue One. I don't remember. Did you like it or not? Um, I was okay with it. I will say the last, like, five, ten minutes of Rogue One are the best piece of Star Wars that we've seen ever. Like You're with talking Dar just the Darth Vader. The part? Darth Vader part was so good. <laughs> um, the rest of it was fine. Like it was. I, I liked the mercenary. Um, uh, I, I liked Donnie guy. Yen. Yeah. yeah, and he was great too. Uh, like the non-Jedi Force user. Yeah, the Temple Guard guy. Yeah, I, I, I really loved them. They I liked great. him. I just thought the 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 rest of the movie was kind of weird. And the robot. I forgot the robot's name. Oh yeah. Um, I, I don't remember the robot's name, but he was cool. I mean, it, it was a fine movie. It wasn't like it didn't blow my socks off. Um, I, I liked uh, what's his name? Krennic Shaw, I think, was the guy, the uh, um, the Empire guy who wore all white with his oh, yeah. cape who gets choked out by Vader. Um, it was a good movie. Like, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I think that it, like the, the movie The Black Panther, are two movies where people like fucking went crazy for it. And I was just like, oh, no, it was it was okay you know it was good or whatever it wasn't like knock my dick in the dirt you know like holy shit oh my god i can't believe it um but i will say the the vader scene was like i like peed a little when it when that first came on I, and every once in a while i'll still just turn on because now it's on disney plus so you can yeah. just get it whenever i'll just turn on and watch that scene over and over again and you're like i'm done i'm i'm, de I'm done uh. yeah um to me to me that was like it, it's an important scene in the Star Wars canon because Darth Vader, for the original series, we're we're led to believe that he's this terrifying guy that people are afraid of. People are like, oh my God, Vader's here. Oh no, you know. But we never see why people are afraid of him yeah. because most of the time he's lurching around like a Frankenstein, you know, just being really slow and being like, Mah. And then he chokes the one guy. You're like, okay, well, I guess that's kind of cool. Just don't get choked by that guy, you know? So um, there's – a lot of it is reputation. And what Rogue One did is it finally showed us where that reputation came yeah, from. Yeah, for sure. And then and then Obi-Wan Kenobi show has, has furthered that. So it, um, I think that's a very important movie in the Star Wars canon. Um, but, yeah, it was fine. It was good. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited for seeing more of Andor. Any final thoughts you got on it? No, I mean I, I need to rewatch. Oh, and, I need to watch the third episode. Yeah. I mean, the, what you said sounded cool. I think it. I think <laughs> it's. It was a slow starter. Pacing is a problem with the show. Just because you have more episodes doesn't mean you just need to make episodes that are boring. You know, um, so I think they could pick that up a little bit to keep it interesting uh, to make it so people don't fall asleep in it but overall i think the production quality is good the writing seems good so far i'm excited to see where it goes next uh hope you guys are too let us know down in the comments what did you think of the first three episodes of andor 
is this going to be the next Mandalorian? I doubt it, but no, maybe some so. people think it is. Who knows? Um, or do you think it's going to be the next uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker? People generally just hate, generally don't like. Um, I think uh, I'm interested to see where it goes next. We're interested to hear what you guys have to say. Drop us a line down at the bottom. You know, tell us tell us uh, what you think of our show. You know, even if you're mean. We like reading those comments, too. Any comments are good comments. Yeah, or Pranemium Wolf or whatever the fuck his yeah, name is. Penumbran Wolf. Perineum Wolf. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. It's a Taint Wolf. Yeah, Taint Wolf. It's whatever. a Taint Wolf. Um, yeah, we don't mind those comments at all. Also, while you're down there, like and subscribe. We do appreciate that. You could put a thumbs down, too. I mean, again, it's hurtful, but uh, we, we uh, value your opinion. So leave those down there. And uh, if you want to support the show and take it a little bit further, check out patreon.com slash nerds with friends you can become a patron today and help support the show christian as always thanks for being my uh uh i don't know i can't think of, i can't think of the mercenary be, guys from b to your uh yeah thank you for being <laughs> the 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 andor to my cassian <laughs> that doesn't make any sense uh, thank you guys for listening uh, to all the nerds out there. Remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>